Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone will get to showdown. Have black belt for you, black belt for you. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Hey guys, and welcome to Karate Over Coffee, a podcast where we chat about everything and anything related to karate and kabuto. I'm Reese Cummings, and I'm here with my friend and colleague Shane McMahon. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, this week we're going to be chatting about life after Shodan or life after Black Belt and the, the different things that that involves. Um, so I, I guess first off, we, we know that Black Belt can mean so many different things in, in different styles. Uh, in our dojo, it probably takes four to five years to get to. Uh, Shane, how long does it take in yours? Yeah, um, four, to, four to five years. Um, maybe maybe a little bit longer depending on how often you you're training but yeah four four to five years is probably mm -hmm. uh the same um in my dojo we have uh 10 years as a minimum for junior short dance a junior black belt um but i know reese you don't you don't have a junior short dance no we, we don't we don't have a junior showdown we have uh we, a purple belt in our system and we just tell the kids it's a purple belt is like what we'd want a junior black belt to be like yeah, so like obviously every every club is different, uh, and even every every martial art is different. I think sometimes we get confused, especially the people who don't do karate, think that black belt means master, you know, and uh, really, yeah. shodan just means first level, you know, the first the first first part. And uh, as we we'll, as it's been discussed many many times, um, maybe in the West we think it's a little bit, uh, you know, right up there. Uh, mm. Whereas in Japan and Okinawa, there are kids seven, eight running around with a with a black belt. So I think they're confused. Yeah, look, and I think there, there's a lot of focus on it. Obviously, people know what that belt is. They might not know what it means, but they know what it is. Mm. Do you get many calls that come through, uh, like you know, hi, I'm inquiring about karate classes. How long will it take me to get a black belt? <laughs> yeah, 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 and. It's that, you know, how long is a piece of string sort of thing. And uh, I try to be realistic to people. I, I start with, well, uh, you know, that we, we don't want that to be the focus. We want the focus to be on developing the competencies or the, the philosophy or whatever it might be behind being a black belt. But mm. then it's going through that discussion of, of trying to say, well, to get to black belt, actually, it's not about how long, it's about how much you're training. And it's probably better to look at it and look at it in an hour's point of view than a day's or, a, or a, a yearly point of view because some people's hours in one year will uh, well exceed what someone might train in three. And also, as, as we're talking about, it's got to be life after Shodan. Um, mm. I think too, people cram too much into a syllabus to get that person to Shodan, or yeah, sorry, cram too much into the syllabus for Shodan. Yes. And after Shodan, what is there for them to learn? Just cutter. So um, I know with with my syllabus, I pulled a lot of things out um, to give Shodan and above something more to practice. Mm. Um, so in in my syllabus, it's not cutter. It's not only cutter. It's also um, more grappling, more joint locks, more corridor, uh, and and more more avenues for them to learn more. Uh, yeah more of it yeah i i think that's interesting because again it depends on what it means and i think you 
you've touched on before, but in, in other martial arts, sometimes a black belt may well mean a certain level of technical mastery. And I think in some of the grappling styles, that may be the case. But in most karate styles, it, it doesn't seem to be. But I've found that once people do achieve shodan, there's this thing called black belt blues. Have, mm. have you heard of that term before? <laughs> Definitely. A 178%, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think there's a brown belt blues and a black belt blues. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, especially and kids, it, especially yeah. kids. You know, they get to if they're 10, 11, 12. I mean, we, we don't have that many 10 year olds who are grade, who are going to grade to junior shodan, uh, mainly mm. because we don't have that many five year olds who join and train for five years. So yeah, um, like myself and my sister, sisters all sort of graded at around 10, 11 for shodan. But you know, we started when we were four. Um, yeah, my son will probably grade to Shodan, but and his cousins, but you know, I, I don't have anybody at the moment who I would think who would be ten at Shodan. It's a big chunk of time for someone that young. So, yeah, totally. um, and and I think with the black belt blues, because perhaps we put so much weight upon what Shodan means. And like you said before, if the syllabus is packed, we have this goal, we work towards it, we work hard. It's the, it's the pinnacle of everything that is sort of karate. Mm. And we get to there and we achieve it. And we're not better. We're the same as we were the day before we got it. Yeah, exactly. And there's no magic or uh, anything that just happens after we get it. Obviously there's a sense of achievement that is well-deserved, but, and then I think people go, what now? I've done all this. What do I do? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What, what do I do after Shodan? Yeah. Um, um, there was a small percentage. I, I think it's, what is it? 5% or something that actually get to Shodan, um, per, you know, in yeah. most clubs. That's awful that, you know, if, yeah. if the end goal for a lot of clubs mm -hmm. is getting that person to Shodan, that is a very poor number. We've heard heaps of people relate it to university and that kind of thing. I'm not, I'm not sure that that's the case. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people talk about, oh, well, you get a black belt and that's like your bachelor degree. And, of course, there's more learning afterwards. I'm not sure I necessarily degree, uh, agree with the, the same amount of study or learning or that kind of thing. But the analogy of being, well, you spend, you know, three or four years at university, you achieve a degree, you're certainly not an expert or a master in anything. Mm. Um, but now, you know, there are two sort of primary pathways to continue learning. One of those pathways is for, through further education or another pathway is through occupation. So you choose to go into the field and learn while you're in the field uh, or you choose to continue your educational journey. And I think if we're talking about life after Shodan, that's probably fairly relevant. Those two pathways uh, exist. And maybe it's about, okay, well, how do I keep learning and what do I keep learning? And then how do I keep practicing the occupation side of things and keep doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, um, yeah, I think for life after, sh after Shodan, uh, mo most become an instructor, whether it's an assistant instructor, helping out in classes, or even, you know, opening their own dojo, own branch, um, I think there's mm. def definitely a, a, a path, uh, but it, I mean, it doesn't have to be, um, we've, we've got a fifth Dan who doesn't want to teach. So he's, yes. been, he's been training for 30 years. He has taught karate for us previously, um, well or not well, it's up, you know, depends on 
what, what you think about him, but the, uh, um, but yeah, so he, he's here for the training. I mean, he's still learning as well as, and your, our karate has evolved as well. Mm. What my dad taught and what I teach uh, is, is similar principles, but it's, you know, we know way more now than we did 10, 20 mm. years ago. So uh, how the body moves differently. Yep. Well, actually how the body should be moving, the science mm. behind it, um, but yeah. So, so I guess, I, like, I think you've said two things there when I think about it. You're going, okay, well, what, what do we do after showdown? What do we do after black belt? Obviously, teaching is one path to go down. I'm of the personal opinion that uh, I think teaching and uh, training are two different things, and some people may elect to do one or the other. But if they do elect to do teaching, then it's not just continuing to train and starting to teach. It's continuing to train and then now beginning to learn if they have haven't already been engaged in it, learning to teach as well, because I think teaching in and of itself is a whole other art. So that can also be obviously another way uh, to engage in life after showdown, because you might continue your training, but even if the training just continues as it was, now you've got this new training, either mentally or whatever it might be, theoretically, and then obviously practically in the dojo, to learn about karate through teaching because when you teach two people tend to learn that's something that was always told to me so even if it's not formal it might just be in that senpai or kohai relationship where they they step up um, but obviously teaching it is a good path to take after um shodan and then you talk about then you said the other thing which is something that i've been doing uh or i do quite a lot of it's that biomechanical side of things or that yeah, scientific yeah. side of things we can there's so much stuff out there to research mm. and perhaps I shouldn't always rely on other people to tell me what I need, need to do as a black belt and I need to sort of just do some research myself, study myself. And I think maybe that's also another thing about life after showdown, yep. taking on that ownership a little bit. Yep. Uh, you know, the there's another thing that we haven't actually spoken too much about because I know you, you don't do competition karate um, and, and I, we do some competition karate is is yes. it part of being an athlete as well uh, yeah uh, you know going to the state national international competitions mm. uh and also becoming a judge judge or referee um i know in the akf or the wkf jkf there is definitely a path for you know there's different uh, referee a referee b or judge yes. a judge b um yeah. And then you can go internationally as well, get paid, mm. get paid to do that. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of money, but like it, that still interests uh, some people, not me, but it does interest some people. Uh, but it, but it's be, there and it's yeah. an option. Definitely, so I think yeah. that's important. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so there's a couple of paths for, for life after Shordan, but yeah. uh, what about syllabus wise? What, um, what, what, what do you guys do to keep um, keep the shodan, nidan, sundan going? Yeah, so our I guess our curriculum up to black belt is fairly formal. So uh, I say I want you to learn this, and I want you to do it this way. When you test for shodan uh, in our dojo, essentially shodan is just showing that you understand all of the Q grade stuff. Yeah. Um, with a, a, a higher proficiency level. So same mm -hmm. competencies, but higher proficiency level. 
When you test for NEDARM, the way we do it is we focus on uh, Carter-based application and we focus upon self-defense as the primary thing. There are extra cutter and some things like that, but there aren't a lot of extra drills, but we have like a level two and a level three expansion upon some of those drills. Mm. But predominantly, so for example, at Shodan, uh, you're required to show that the, the application practices that you will have learnt in class and you're required to pre-prepare some self-defense applications to deliver. Then as you go through, uh, basically the number of applications you have to demonstrate increase, but the randomness of it and the ratio gets heavier. So mm. for example, at Nidan, 20% of what you're showing is perhaps random and 80% is uh, pre-prepared. And then that ratio changes as you go through. So I guess that we're trying to drive the focus on their own training. And then the next thing is on top of that, each level, we have a theoretical component uh, of a research task. But then we have a practical yeah. component of a research task. So they're allowed to pick a cutter uh, sometimes it's one or sometimes it's three, depending on where it is in the syllabus. And then they have to take that carter and they're given certain parameters and they have to spend 12 months or so really researching, delving, trying, practicing uh, and uh, testing their theories behind it to then come and have something holistic ready for presentation uh, at their grading. So I guess it's sort of trying to get them to now take the things that they've learnt and make them theirs and make their karate into their own a little bit, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More per personalized. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I mean, the, the if you look at that 5% or 10% who get to Shodan, you know, the uh, then you you can really personalize a, a syllabus um, or requirements for Nidan or Sundan or Yondan or Gordan. Thanks for listening guys, that's the end of part one. Part two coming up very shortly. Thanks for listening guys, and if you'd like more information, check us out at karateovercoffee.com. Or have a look at wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be on Spotify, iTunes, on the website or online. And I look forward to grabbing a coffee with you next time.